The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit? Join artist Susie K. Edwards for Path of the Butterfly, a weekend workshop at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking, and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi. And welcome to the last episode of our four-part series of brief, essential conversations with Rabbi Rami podcasts, helping you cope with the spiritual side of the coronavirus. In this series, we're exploring some of the things you can do to maintain your spiritual health during this pandemic. We're organizing this series around a teaching of an ancient Jewish sage named Hillel. Among his teachings is this. If I'm not for myself, who will be for me? If I'm only for myself, what am I? And if not now, when? We've already discussed how to be for yourself with Reverend Dr. Gordon Pierman. We've talked about how to be for others with Frank Levy. And now we're going to pick up the last part, if not now, when? Our focus in the if not now, when category is meta practice, M-E-T-T-A. Metta is the Sanskrit word for loving kindness, and it's a Buddhist practice for manifesting compassion. First, I'll share with you the Buddhist way to do metta, as I learned it from Sharon Salzberg, whose book, Loving Kindness, The Revolutionary Art of Happiness, is essential reading for metta practice. And then I'll share the practice as I actually do it, based on the teachings of my Rebbe, Zalman Shakter Shalomi. In Buddhist settings, Metta is the practice of wishing self and others well. According to Sharon Salzberg, the traditional phrases used in Metta are these. You imagine you first yourself and then a loved one and other people in your life, and you say, May I be free from danger. May I have mental happiness. May I have physical happiness. May I have ease of well-being. And then you can imagine someone else in your life. May person X be free from danger. May she have mental happiness. May he have physical happiness. May they have ease of well-being. And you just use it for different people, but it's the same phraseology. I learned it this way, but the way I prefer to do it is the way I learned from Rabbi Zalman. He had a different set of phrases. Here's what he said, again, using I as the focus. May I be free from fear. May I be free from compulsion. May I be blessed with love. May I be blessed with peace. The way he taught it to me, he said, fear and compulsion are the negatives we need to free ourselves from. And when we do, they're replaced by love and peace. Fear drives us to compulsive activity. 
When there is no fear, there's love. And when there's no compulsion, there's peace. So may I be free from fear. May I be free from compulsion. May I be blessed with love. May I be blessed with peace. Metta isn't a prayer practice. You aren't asking any deity or power to intervene in your life or the lives of others. Rather, metta is a way of being present to the way things are while resting in a larger field of compassion for the way things are. This is how Sharon put it. When we practice metta, we open continuously to the truth of our actual experience, changing our relationships with life. Metta, the sense of love that's not bound to desire, that does not have to pretend that things are other than the way they are, overcomes the illusion of separateness, of not being a part of the whole. Thereby, metta overcomes all the states that accompany this fundamental error of separateness, fear, alienation, loneliness, and despair, all of the feelings of fragmentation. In place of these, the genuine realization of connectedness brings unification, confidence, and safety. And that's from her book, Loving Kindness, The Revolutionary Art of Happiness. Meta works by softening your heart and opening your mind to the conditions under which self and others struggle for love and peace. Being softened and opened allows you to act compassionately toward self and other. Whether or not meta practice impacts the person you have in mind when doing the practice, I can't say. But I promise it will impact you and change the way you engage with that person. And that may be the catalyst that changes the other as well. Want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit? Join artist Susie K. Edwards for Path of the Butterfly, a weekend workshop at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking, and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. So here's how you actually do it. Formal meta practice starts with yourself. Sit in a comfortable posture, relax as best you can, Allow your breath to slow and your mind to settle. Invite a picture or an image, a color, a sense of some sort that represents you. And then focused on that picture or image, say to yourself via that image, may I be free from fear. May I be free from compulsion. May I be blessed with love. May I be blessed with peace. Do this slowly and with attention, basically the way I just did it. Avoid any mechanical recitation. Feelings of love and acceptance may arise within you. Notice the feelings, but don't attach yourself to them. When you're ready, allow your image of yourself to fade and invite into your mind's eye an image of a loved one, living or deceased. Silently say to this person, May you be free from fear. May you be free from compulsion. May you be blessed with love. May you be blessed with peace. Continue the practice with other loved ones. Then you move on to people with whom you may be struggling and in conflict. And when it feels right to stop the practice, conclude with a blessing for all beings. May all beings be free from fear. May all beings be free from compulsion. May all beings be blessed with love. 
May all beings be blessed with peace. Meta can be done anywhere and anytime. But in this situation, the situation of the coronavirus pandemic, I've been doing an informal meta practice tied to washing my hands. And I suggest you try this as well. In this sense, the now in Hillel's If Not Now When is hand washing time. Rather than meet the suggested hand washing time of 20 seconds by singing the happy birthday song twice, I suggest you do meta practice for yourself and for someone else. For two other people, the way I do it, it takes just about 24 seconds to do the meta practice, all four verses for two different people. So it may extend your hand washing for a few seconds, but it changes the annoying necessity of having to wash incessantly into an opportunity to send healing out into the world. That is an amazing opportunity for heart opening. So that's it for now. That's 404. Please let us know if you found these short podcasts helpful by emailing us at spiritualityhealth.com. And remember, you can find other helpful insights and practices on the Spirituality and Health website as well. And of course, subscribe to our podcast, Essential Conversations with Rabbi Rami. I am Rabbi Rami. Thanks for listening. Essential Conversations with Rabbi Rami is the bi-weekly podcast of Spirituality and Health magazine. If you like Essential Conversations, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the show on your preferred podcast app. You can also follow me on Spirituality and Health's website, where I now write a regular column called Roadside Musings, and on my new podcast, Conversations on the Egg. And don't forget to subscribe to the print magazine as well. Essential Conversations is produced by Ezra Baker Truppiano, and our executive producer is Catherine Drury-Wagner. I'm Rabbi Rami. Thanks for listening. Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber, and I'm an author, teacher, psychotherapist, and shamanic practitioner. On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul, I welcome some amazing guests and introduce you to some healing techniques like earth magic, working with nature and animals, and really getting to the heart of what is keeping you stuck. I want to help you deepen your spirituality and let go of blocks that are holding you back. Let me help you in this journey called life. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network. Subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. <laughs>